But so hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast with Divide by Zero. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? I knew this was coming. Um, the band, uh, there's kind of two lineups, really. I was in a band already called Divide by Zero that was breaking up, and I didn't really want to ditch all our songs, and I didn't really want to ditch the band name, so I kind of started a second band and started that name, or I stole that name. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, back like 10 years ago do you guys remember how bad memes were yeah yeah <laughs> they, were, they were terrible right and do you mm-hmm. remember demotivational posters yep i think so yeah there's a trend of demotivational posters that said divide by zero at the bottom mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so terrible story i took the name for our band from awful memes from a decade ago and wow. then we started our band uh, in 2017 okay I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. What, what a horror story, right? Yeah. It's awful. I know, awful. We started, um, I was in a band in high school that never really, we never even played a gig. We tried to start a band, and mm-hmm. that was one of the names that was spitballed that we never used. So, like, then five, six years later, something like that, I was like, I like this old band name. I'm, I'm going to take that and use it. So, it just kind of stuck with you for however many years. Yeah. Yeah, I first released a track when I wasn't even a band just using the name Divide by Zero in, I think, 2012 was the first time I used it. So, yeah, I just kind of stuck with it and kept using it. All right. Well, that's solid. All right. Uh, So congratulations on your newest release, Quarantine Happy Hour. How do you feel about the response to it so far? I'll let you talk, Sid. Uh, um, I mean, it's very interesting because, you know, some of the songs on that we've done kind of before but this is I think it's like their most like fleshed out versions and so you know for some of our our fans who've been you know around for a little while especially when we were you know doing like college basement parties and stuff with with some of those songs it's kind of like this is their final form and it's like wow mm-hmm. like this is them really brought to life so I think the reception's been pretty solid and I mean just looking at some of our like places that we've been like heard is like far and away places we've never even been to and yeah. that's so like surreal it's like oh yeah one of our top cities is like chicago and then like the next one somewhere in norway and it's like oh okay, <laughs> yeah, okay cool oh it's definitely yeah that's really cool yeah the coolest thing for me because this um we our um producer is cody from millington who i know has mm-hmm. been on the show and is just so incredibly talented and so popular and he was like oh this is gonna be, do so well this is gonna be huge and i was like oh no what if it's not huge and so like he's using hundreds of thousands and millions of streams so we obviously are not that popular but to see without any promotion over out in like france being featured on a soft fan page and mm-hmm. um like to, to just random countries having a following in moscow and we've never ran an ad ever anywhere near moscow yeah near russia people just found us because they're like oh we, we like millington and we like these other style bands like half past two and like because we're kind of in that circle now and people just found us all over the world and people reaching out saying hey i love your band i've never met them before it was so cool that's awesome that's yeah that's really cool all right congratulations on that I'm going to have to flip my question since you said Cody's your producer. Uh, what's it like working <laughs> with Cody um, with like him in the producer chair? So do you want to go or do you want me to? Uh, you can go for it. Hit it. Um, so he's phenomenally talented. And we released a demo in 2017. And we pulled it from Spotify after hopping in the studio with Cody because we were so embarrassed of our original <laughs> demo tape that was on like Spotify and different services like that. 
because he just brought everything to a new level. I'm sure you guys have heard a lot of Millington's work and he, he uh, was an intern for John Feldman, arguably the most famous producer in all of punk rock. Mm-hmm. And I would say Cody's better than John Feldman. I feel like he took everything that the most famous producer in punk does and yeah. somehow made it even better, put his own spin on it. And so he true. brought our songs to another level. He just sent us a mix yesterday, actually. And um, I'll send you guys a preview. You can have an exclusive. I'm not sure when this is airing, but you guys can uh, pop a couple seconds up if you want. And he just sent us a mix back yesterday. And it's amazing what he does with these songs. Because he didn't even produce this one. He just mixed it and he brought another level to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had no idea he produced, honestly, yeah, until this very second. <laughs> oh my God. I'll, like, I'll promote him a little bit instead of us. Yeah, Cody is not only a singer. He's a multi-instrumentalist. He played almost every instrument on his first record. And he was an intern, like I said, for mm-hmm. John Feldman. And his biggest credit is working on Blink-182's 2016 album, what? California. Okay. So, I wish I knew oh, all this he... when we interviewed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. That when been cool. We, I reached out to Cody on a whim um, over a year ago. And I was like, okay, this guy's a big shot producer. He worked on the last Blink album. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you're also from Albany. Do you produce other bands? And he goes, yeah, of course. I'll schedule you guys in for six months. And I was like, what? <laughs> Okay. And it was like the longest wait of our lives waiting to get into the studio with him because he's so busy. But he's a phenomenal producer, uh, even better. Like he's already an amazing musician, singer, even better producer. So he brought us up to a new level. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you reaching out to him was like a bit of like a stars aligned kind of moment. Because like didn't like his girlfriend play hockey with your sister or like some like weird yep. that was it. six degrees was of separation. Just, it's like, yeah. hey, we know this guy through this, 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 this. Let's reach out. I'm like, Okay, cool. Yeah, that was basically it. I was just like, once she's like, please ask her if he'll produce. And then she just like gave me uh, his email and he was so chill, which was so surprising. He's like very down to earth considering his success. Like I would say he's probably the biggest ska band out there right now. Mm, right. Definitely. Right. From the like, new wave, yeah. Like not the classic. So yeah. maybe it's like Interrupters and then uh, Millington yeah. and then mm-hmm. uh, Call Me Malcolm. I think that's the order right now. Okay. okay definitely <laughs> um so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the cp um yeah sure um these songs were written like all over the place uh two of them were songs that i wrote in high school that were left over um one was uh we all wrote as a group together and then another one was kind of a song that i also wrote in high school but it went through um a bunch of changes like we're like mm-hmm. oh, let's take it the chorus from this song and like this verse from high school so uh this was a little bit of us playing catch up we're like let's take the greatest hits from the last 10 years some of our favorite songs and mm-hmm. then our next ep coming out is going to be actually just a brand new batch of songs not Ooh, old okay. ones so yeah every song had a different writing process uh the one we did together was just us all sitting down like let's write a song and our saxophone player was like i like the key of d and i'm like there let's do it and we just, uh, we decided to make the most ska song possible. So that's our song, What a Skank, mm-hmm. which uh, is a pun on skanking the ska dance. And yeah. then uh, the other songs, I did a different process. Sorry, that's such a long answer. Every song had a different okay. uh, process. I would like sometimes sit down and write the chords and then I'd write the chords and then maybe a lead lick and then the vocal melody and the lyrics would come in all be in one session. Sometimes I would write just the chord progression and a lead lick. And then I would take lyrics that I just happen to have written down and like kind of shoehorn them, shoehorn them in. Sorry, shoehorn them in. Um, every song has a different process with us. Oh, well, very interesting. 
Uh, so where was your headspace at when you guys were writing the CP? I know you said it was all over the place in terms of when they were written. This is pretty much a breakup EP, and uh, Sid's not a fan of that. What? Um, so Sid and our saxophone player Finkel do not like songs about girls. Uh, I think it's totally. Whoa! Overdone. Hold on! Hold on! That's not, we don't <laughs> like all the songs that we write being about girls because it'll be like you know he'll be like, "Hey guys, I wrote a song." It's like, "Is it about a girl?" Yes. Okay, so, we'll take it back. Go work on it some more. I was gonna say, uh, excuse you. I don't hate all songs about girls. They thought we anyway, continue. Overdid it. Sorry. So the um, this song that I told you guys that uh, we just had a mix back for yesterday is political. Our next EP is gonna mostly focus on politics because uh, mm-hmm. they're tired of it all being around girls. But this was pretty much a collection of breakup songs about I think like three different girls. So um, very emo, very moody. And then what it's gang is just supposed to be like funny. That one is just um, us trying to make the most Scott song possible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You you succeeded with that. That was, that was a very good <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. Um, so while listening through this EP, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you guys? Um, definitely for uh, like like for what a skank like real big fish for me at least vocally kind of came to mind because you know for them they you know, very upbeat very up tempo kind of stuff and. You know, it's more of like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. Like the the whole title is a pun. Mm-hmm. You know, so just kind of like this lighthearted energy. So, and I think that kind of also in terms of like the structure of the song, with you know ska corded, upstrummed verses, with you know more um, power corded, distorted uh, choruses. Mm-hmm. So you know that in and of itself was kind of like a send up to their kind of structure for songwriting. Oh, and then 100 that song was real big fish that's all i thought about when i uh try to figure out how how to write a walking bass line in a minor key i like looked at beer and um really fish the song beer and go oh that's how he walked that there like mm-hmm. that song 100 influenced by real big fish okay. and then um temptation i think uh is very much influenced by some 41 and not on purpose just listening to it i'm like oh that's early to like 2000 some 41 yeah. Like, um, I think a lot of our EP sounds like early from 41, maybe like 2000s Green Day with like some horns on top of it. Okay. Okay. Something That's... I can get behind. Mm-hmm. That was very good. <laughs> um, so this question I should be... disappointing the next stuff then because we're kind of going in a totally different direction. Oh, no. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, we're experimenting. Well, as you should. Your project, <laughs> not mine. Um, <laughs> so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Pick it up. Jima. Solid. Oh. Dang. Uh, about a girl? Also, <laughs> Sure. We'll, yeah, let it, that we'll let it slide. That works. Uh, so kind of in the same vein of the last question, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? Um, I think everything is going to be okay. This, is, uh, this has been a tough year for everyone, mm-hmm. and we jokingly call it quarantine happy hour. Because <laughs> yeah. um, when the quarantine first started, Sid and I bought a bar for our apartment. <laughs> And we, because uh, we, we live together, even though I'm not home right now, but we, uh, we stocked up the bar and decided to, as a hobby to start making cocktails and made a joke mm. for happy hours. So mm-hmm. it, it's a rough year. It's been a rough year for everybody. These songs are crazy emo, but hopefully there's a little bit of a message of there's a light at the end of the tunnel. 
Mm-hmm. So everything's going to be all right is the vibe. As real bitch fish said, life sucks, let's dance. So okay. true. So true. Uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? And you're talking about this new stuff. What can you tell us about it? Oh, we're going to be broken up. Okay. Five years? No oh. way. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We made it this long. Um, exactly. Like the original lineup started in 2016. We're somehow still going. Um five years i hope we have some success that makes us want to keep going our next mm-hmm. EP, uh, is going to be out summer hopefully um Ooh, okay. a new remix of a song off our original demo coming out soon i'm really hoping to get that out in april we have a machine gun kelly cover coming out oh wait april, what song um bloody valentine so okay. true his best song okay you yeah. should have had glory do guest vocals on it she's really good at that song <laughs> She sings no. in between the meetings. No, it's not too late. I mean, oh my god! Oh god! It is. It is for your own sake. It is. Oh no. Ooh. All right, cool. Uh, send me the vocals tonight. We'll get that going. Uh, we did yeah, a sure. cover of uh, "I Think I'm Okay" with Cody from Millington on YouTube too. So that's already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have really exciting uh, Chris Escalante, who's also a music producer and a notable YouTube personality and voiceover actor. He's a big Millington fan, and he discovered us through Millington. So he's actually going to co-produce a record coming up with us. So we're really excited, and we're getting to work on that on Saturday. And um, one you know, downside of the pandemic is we can't really go into the studio, but the upside is that we have the technology, and nowadays it's so cheap to build your own recording setup. Yeah. So we're going to be working on that remotely starting Saturday. So the new EP, uh, we start recording Saturday and the new single started getting mixed like this week. So the ball's rolling for the next step of Divide by Zero. Okay. That's awesome. You guys are getting a lot of big opportunities too. It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Dude, we are so lucky. It is not fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think about that all the time with the stars aligned with Cody. And I'm like, it's not fair. Like, we're not that good. Why is he working with us? Like, how did this happen? So we've been extremely fortunate so far to see these uh, bigger names uh, recognize us. So super Mm -hmm. exciting. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, So for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you two. Yeah, of course. Sick. We're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom. There you go. (laughs) Well, okay, because my, my, my gut reaction is because I've, I've looked at this, this before with like different death row meals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was that one gentleman who I think ordered like all this food and then like never ate it. Just to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ate, and they had to put a limit of like 50 bucks on your last meal. Yeah. Or whatever. And there's like some guy who ordered like a single pea or something. Mm-hmm. Just, like, whatever. Um, oh, probably just a really nice steak and like Ooh. a fine wine to go with it. Just like. That's it. That's all I need. All right. Peace out, Cub Scout. Like, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Solid. Is, is it terrible that I wanted to be Chick Fil A? Like, <laughs> I mean, such a, they're such a terrible company, and I yeah. hate that. But at the same time, I've never had a chicken sandwich that good in my life, and I usually don't eat meat either. It's not fair. Mm. It's like it's so tempting. I'm gonna make my last meal Chick Fil A. As horrible as that is. <laughs> it's okay. You're already on death row, so like. You know. Yeah, it's like this is the last time I'm gonna hurt the earth by eating an animal. Fine, Chick Fil A. Exactly. Might as well go out <laughs> with a bang. Uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? 
if I get superpowers, I'd live in the Marvel universe. Oh, so yes, you would. For a week. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Ooh. <sighs> Fictional world for a week. Mm-hmm. Am I like... Am I like a protagonist in this universe or is it just kind of like you're just some nobody in the middle of it all? You can be whatever you want to be in this universe. Uh, oof. I, yeah, you know, I kind of have to go with the superpowers. Yeah, I guess the Marvel universe would be really fun. Meet a lot of colorful characters. Mm-hmm. Solid. Good choices. Good choices. Um, or Star so, Wars. Fun too. Star Wars works too. They're both pretty good. Safe so. bet there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Purple. Specific shade? Ooh, a nice deep like plum. Ooh, or maybe yeah. maybe a little darker. Mm-hmm. Second would be maroon. Maroon's a very good color. Nice, nice dark, rich reddish purple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Sid took purple from me last year, so I switched it up to pink. And pink is now my favorite color. It's just okay. very masculine, so it takes a, a real man to rock mm-hmm. pink. So now 90% so of my wardrobe is pink. It's weird I'm not wearing it today. So. Oh. I'm <laughs> Imagine gendering a color. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm bringing it, I'm bringing it back. It is so true. the most masculine color. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh, we already talked about ourselves so much and all our upcoming projects. <laughs> yeah, that is how an interview works. That's so. kind of the purpose of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's to plug your stuff and then put it all at the be- the end and plug mm-hmm. it one last time. Uh, thank you guys so much for having us on. I want to say I really yeah, appreciate it. Um, if you want to support the band, you can listen to our EP on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. You stream music on Quarantine Happy Hour by Divide by Zero and look out for our new song next month called Punk. All right. And then, you know, our YouTube channel, which we're going to be releasing the new MGK cover. And we also have the old one still up there if you want to give that a listen. Um, so we're going to be posting stuff on that soon as well. All right. Solid. That was exciting. Uh, thank you for sitting out with us, guys. It's been Divide by Zero, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>